0: This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer Parish. Father, we thank you for this blessed morning. Thank you for gathering us together again. Our garden is to is thee, not unto men. We have gathered before you this morning to hear you, to worship you, and to thank you. For all the prayers that have been offered in the here we say thank you. For the prayer that will yet be offered, we say thank you. Oh Lord, as we go into your word, please let your word mix with faith in the heart of your people. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord, I pray by the end of today, make room for your children. Make room, let it be evident that indeed you are with them. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Uh, This morning, God has been taking us on a series titled, God, we fight for you. I am confident that God has been fighting for you. He has been fighting for me. I can see it daily. Anywhere I step to, he has been fighting for me, fighting for me and member of my household, giving us direction. So I believe God has been fighting for you. And in the name of Jesus, God will yet fight for you in Jesus' name. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want to ask a question this morning. We have looked at what to do when the Lord is fighting for you. What is the first thing you are to do when the Lord is fighting for you? Who can tell me? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, we are to praise him. You are to praise him. Praise him while he's fighting for you. Just be praising him. Call him by his name. Praise him. God bless you, Ma. Now, who can tell me the second thing that we talked about that you are to do when God is fighting for you? Don't stand in the way of God. Don't stand in the way of God. Let's give Jesus a big round of applause. Thank you so much. The Lord bless you. Yes. And that was yesterday. I'm grateful that there are people that is not that we're just speaking. There are people listening and taking notes. Now, this morning, we are going to look at point number three. What must you do? What to do when God is fighting for you? Sometimes, when God is fighting for us, we don't know what to do. But we are not just to fold our hand, even though He said, I will fight for you. Number three, what are you going to do? Obey every divine instruction. Given to you, obey every divine instruction given to you. We'll begin our Bible reading from the book of Acts, chapter 26. Acts chapter 26, and then we'll read verse 19. Now act 26, and I read verse 19 here. The Bible says. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. So also Acts chapter 27, and I want one of the brethren to read for us from your home. So somebody can read from verse 20, 21 to 26. Acts 27,
1: from verse 21 to 26. But after long abstinence, after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sir, you shall have acted unto me, and not have loosed from creed, and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, for
0: there shall be no loss of any man's life among you. Amen. There shall be no loss of life among us in Jesus' name. Amen. But of the sheep. For there stood
1: by me this night the angel of the Lord whose I am and whom I say saying fear not Paul thou must be brought before Caesar and Lord God has given thee all then that said with thee, hmm. wherefore, sas? be of good share, for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. This hmm. is and the last verse: howbeit we must be cast
0: upon a certain island. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now. God, in His infinite wisdom, has been giving us different examples, different examples to relay His message to us every morning in the revival hour. Yesterday was the case of Balaam and Balad. Today, God is giving us the story of Paul. Now, obey every divine instruction. As we learn on Sunday in the fourth service and the second service specifically we look at obedience to divine instruction. God is watching over our life as believer. He's not sleeping nor slumbering. Over that case, God is not sleeping or slumbering. He's watching over you right now. He's watching over that business, your children, that thing that is of utmost concern is also a concern in the heart of God. Even the air of your hair, each one that I drop, God knows about them. So he's concerned about everything. God is not only concerned about you being a spiritual warrior who prays and you play shake. No, and is not concerned about your children. No, what kind of God is that? He's not. He's not that kind of God. He's concerned about your marriage, every little bit of your destiny. He's concerned. He's even concerned about your clothes. He's concerned about everything. Now, so Paul, again, we know many of us are familiar with the story of Paul. Paul was incarcerated because of the gospel. And so he has been moved from one city to another from one place, from, Agrippa, you know, from the, you know, he was taken to the presence of Agrippa. And then again, he was sent to, to Rome and he's been from one palace to another in chain. You know, they, they couldn't hear his case because they had, after all, they had zero case against him. Anyone that may have laid charges against you, when they sit down to discuss that charge, they will not find any allegation against you in the mighty name of Jesus. No allegation will be found against any member of your household in the name of Jesus. You will not be implicated in Jesus' name. Any false witness that want to rise against your application, against that which will favor you, in that the Lord of hosts, silent the mouth of those false witness, in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, so Paul, so Paul was in a ship, and there were two hundred and Sixty-six souls in that sea, uh, sea. I mean, the ship. Now we can find that in verse thirty-seven of Acts chapter twenty-seven. And we were, we were all in the ship, two hundred three scorn and sixteen souls, and sixteen soul. So, so that would be uh, two seventy-six, not two sixty-six, two seventy-six soul. So they were all in one ship, and they were traveling where they were taking them to, you know, to, to Rome to go and face persecution. And they were, all, they were all people in captivity anyway. Now, but in the course of the night, the Bible tells us, Paul says in verse 23, for there stood by me this night the angel of God. So Paul had become a living God, was a small God among men. Because God was with him. And so the angel of the Lord appeared to him and told him, Paul, let your mind be at rest. There shall be no loss of life. There shall be no loss of life except for the sheep. So in your camp, let your mind be at rest. Everyone that God has given unto you, you will not sorrow over them. In the name of Jesus. Parents, let your mind be at rest. You will not lose your children. You will not lose your children. Husband, let your mind be at rest. You will not lose your home. You will not lose your wife. You will not lose your children. In the name of Jesus. Now, let your mind. So Paul, the angel of the Lord, appeared to him and told him, Paul, let your mind be at rest. I am in control of this situation. It will turn out well. So God was fighting for Paul. Then the angel also gave him instruction. Now, we could see that Paul, if you read from verse 27 of Acts chapter 27, down up to verse 44, you will understand that Paul, at a point he told the people, you have not eaten any food in the last 14 days. You have been fasting, please, for your own health. Look at what the Bible says in verse 34. Let's unmute our devices as we read Acts 27, 34 together. Acts 27, 24, 34, Acts 27, 34, together, one, two, go. Wherefore, I pray you to take some meat, for this is, you, for this is your help, But this is not an heir fall from the head of any of you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That was the, why was God so, I mean, why was Paul so bold and confident to stand and talk? Because he had received divine visitation and he obeyed. When God is fighting for you, God will give you certain instruction. God will say, don't travel this way today. But that is where the enemies are, will be passing. God will say, well, I remember many years ago on campus, My wife knows this experience, and this experience was part of what, uh, you know, uh, God used to give back to uh, the first book that God helped me to write in 2013. And the book, By the Grace of God, we're going to have a YouTube version, an audio of it uh, very soon. Uh, We're going to make it available for others as well. I know in 2013, many people have not joined us as a church. Now, now... I, in, in, on that particular day in school, there was this particular lady. Uh, honestly, I wasn't uh, I I wasn't sensitive enough to know that this lady is, is not uh, is not a normal human being. Now, uh, she was bent on attacking me, and I mean me. So, because of things that have happened here and there uh you know she wanted me to you know to be a friend by force and uh, you know so a lot of stories there but where am i going there was this particular day i heard it clearly we were coming we had the same we had lectures we were coming uh, and then myself and my friend and also the lady was also approaching us and the moment I set my eyes on her, the Lord told me, don't shake her. Normally, I will shake her. That's all that she's been doing to me, I will greet her. But this particular, day, the moment I fasted my hand, I saw her from this time, the Holy Spirit spoke to me immediately. He said, do not shake her. And thank God, obedience to divine instruction. I did not. So she came. And I said, normal sir, you know, she started talking to my friend. Uh, she greeted me, I greeted her. And then she was, again, she wanted to start all the drama she used to do. I wasn't you know, interested anyway. So I was I was trying to hasten my friend. Let's go, let's go. Because but my friend did not know what God had told me a few minutes before the lady arrived. But there was no way I could tell him in the presence of the lady. So before you know it, she threatened her hand to shake me. I declined. And then she now used that hand and shake my friend. Now, that shake, this happened somewhere around maybe 4 in the afternoon. This is a real life story. It's not a makeup story. That shake, just a shake and shake. The death that the enemy had wanted for me That day, God passed it around. And thank God, God also intervened and did not allow my friend to die that day. There were things that happened. As at four o'clock, nothing was happening to my friend, but around seven, there was crisis. A young man who was healthy, all of a sudden became dumb. We know he was, you know, a lot of things were happening. It became unconscious. You know, people were crying. They wanted to, as at the time, he was still able to communicate. They, they asked, they, they said, let us take you to hospital. He said, no. He told them, he said, it's, it's probably, he now wrote on paper. He says problem. he couldn't speak again. I mean, this was somebody who could speak at 4 p.m., but at seven, three hours later, he lost his speech. Practical story. I wrote it in that, my book. Now, where am I going? This lady was bent on destruction that day. But God counseled it because God helped me to listen. But I thank God that that same day, you know, the Lord, you know, the, the same brother wrote on a piece of paper that they should go and call David. That they should go and call me his friend. That uh, I should come and pray for him. Long story short. Though the enemy had wanted... Even also my friend to passed out that day, But the girl, God rescued him back. His health was restored. And I remember that day when a Muslim lady who was living in the hostel where my friend was living, saw what happened and my friend coming back again to life in his, on his feet and talking again, the Muslim lady broke down on her knee on that day and accepted Jesus. I will forget that night. Now, where am I going? Like Paul. The enemy meant evil for all the the, the, uh, prisoners in the ship was to drown them, including Paul. But God fought for Paul. God will fight for you in the name of Jesus. But as God is fighting for you, listen to divine instruction. You must learn to hear the Holy Ghost at all times. Know how he speaks. That's why young sisters, young brother, men, daddies, and mommy, we always plead with you. Build your your relationship with God. Learn to know how God speaks to you. There are times you are in a place the Holy spirit might say, don't speak. There are times he tells you, speak. There are times he might tell you, don't even shake. There are times he tells you certain things. He may not make sense, but because he's fighting for you. If you don't listen... The enemy has planned something. And you will not fall into the trap of the enemy in Jesus' name. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah.
0: God is still in the business of fighting for his children. When we are instructed by God, either through dreams, God can pass instruction to you through dreams, through vision, through angelic visitation, Or through his servant, the pastor, and different other sources. Now, it is an indication that God has you in mind. God have you in mind. It indicates that God loves you. Indicate that God has mercy. That means God is merciful upon you and your family. Indicate that the presence of God is with you. Indicate that God still has a great purpose for your life. God had a great plan for Paul. That's why he did not allow death to swallow him up. I pray for somebody, death will not swallow you up. Because death could not prevail over Paul. Death will not prevail over me and over your lives in the name of Jesus. Why? Because God has a great purpose for our lives. God had told Paul, don't worry. You are not going to die through all this crisis. I am with you. Because I wanted to still stand before the king in Rome. I wanted to stand before many other kings. That's why I ordained you. That's why I empowered you. So God allowed Paul to go through all those crises because God wanted to use that channel to preach. You remember he was preaching to King Agrippa in verse chapter 26. And he almost King Agrippa almost got saved until you know, you know, he got distracted and he postponed his salvation. So God ordained Paul to bring the gospel to kings, to palaces. That was why he allowed him to go through prison. But God was fighting for him. There was no loss. So let your mind be at peace. God is fighting for you. There shall be no loss in your life and family in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want you now to write these prayer points down. Write them down before we continue. Uh, take note of them, very important. Prayer point number one, Father, thank you for your abiding presence in my life, in my family, and in your church. Father, thank you for your abiding presence in my life, in my family, and in your church. Prayer point number two, Father, Open my eyes to understand what your spirit is saying to me per time, In Jesus' name. Please open my eyes to understand what your spirit is saying. Open my ear. Open my eyes. Open my heart to understand what your spirit is saying at every second. The Lord may tell you fast. Obey is for your own good. The Lord may tell you Go and sow a seed. Obey, it is for your own goal. The Lord may tell you to take one step or the other. Go and study this scripture after devotion. Obey, it is for your own goal. The Lord may tell you, don't quarrel with anybody. Obey, it is for your own good. The Lord may tell you, don't keep malice with anybody. Obey, it is for your own good. You don't know whether that person might have meant evil. So, the Lord may give you instruction, but you need to hear Him and obey. So, prayer point number two Father, open my eyes to understand what your spirit is saying to me for time in the mighty name of Jesus. Number three, grace to obey all divine instruction given to me. Father, please give it to me in Jesus' name. Grace to obey all divine instruction given to me. Father, give me the grace. I received the grace today to obey them. Father, please give to me that grace to obey. And then lastly, you are going to pray and ask the Lord this morning that in my camp, let there be no loss. In the camp of my family, let there be no loss. No loss of business, no loss of career. You know as you are going to school today, you represent God. So that means any evil that has been plotted, anywhere you step the sole of your feet today, that evil is averted in the name of Jesus. Why? Because you carry the presence of God. Now, so you are going to pray. Now, while you mute your devices, now begin to talk to God. with All this prayer point, and then add your own personal prayer point as prayer point number five. Now, if you are here this morning and you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, We always want to give you the opportunity by the help of the Holy Ghost because this Jesus is not a scam. It is real. This Jesus is real. He's coming back again. This same Jesus will come back to take the saint home. Are you one of them? Is your garment clean? Do you know him? Do you hear his voice? Like I shared my own experience with you, how he saved me from death because he spoke to me and he helped me to obey. Do you still hear his voice? Are you his child? Does he know you? Is your name written in the book of life? Anywhere you may be this morning, Jesus can save you. I want you to pray. If you are not yet born again, or you've accepted him in the past but you went back into sin, return back to him this morning like the prodigal, and he will receive you. So if you are in this category, raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Fight for me. Lead me. Teach me. Order my step. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Now, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Any one of you that might have prayed this prayer, the Lord of hosts will fight for you. He shall be well with you. The Lord have mercy on you. Your sins are forgiven you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. So now, brethren, you have about three more minutes to pray. Pray those four prayer points. Add your own personal prayer point. When it is time, we'll come back. Then we'll round up. Make sure you are praying. You are not sleeping. Make sure you are praying. In the name of Jesus, remember them for good. Are you praying, brethren, or you are sleeping? Begin to thank God now for answer prayer. Begin to appreciate him for answer prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Let us pray together, Father. Once again, we have come this morning to say thank you. Like you preserved the life of Paul and all the 276 souls that was with him. Lord, you you gave you, you give their life onto Paul to preserve because you were with Paul. This morning, I pray. He assures us that there shall be no loss in our camp. Mm. As the people who are today, there shall be no loss in your family. Mm. There shall be no loss of life. You will not lose your body parts in the name of Jesus. Mm. I come against crisis of any kind in the name of Jesus. The Lord will fight for you in the name of Jesus. Mm. The grace to obey divine instruction. The grace to hear the voice of God clearly. The grace to obey receive in the name of Jesus. Every petition you have asked from God as you, as in His presence today, they are turned to testimony. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.